Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 6, Divided We Fall. There have been two generations since Israel's separation into the northern and southern kingdoms. In the north, two kings have been assassinated by their own trusted people. Each side has forged alliances with other nations while hostilities and civil war continues. Episode 3, Alliances and Allegiances. In the north, the sixth northern king takes the throne at around 885 BC. He will reign for six years. Israel's army commander Omri, meaning the Lord is my life, is named king by his troops. Omri reigns in the city of Tirzah and starts to build his new capital in the city of Samaria on the mountaintops in Ephraim. For four years, he fights a civil war against another rival to the throne, Tibni, meaning man of straw. Omri worships multiple gods and makes many political alliances. His main enemy is Syria in the north, so he makes concessions of land to appease them. Then he re-establishes relations with Phoenicia, also known as Tyre. His son Ahab, meaning brother of the father, marries the king of Tyre's daughter, Jezebel, meaning not exalted. He also seeks peace with Israel's southern kingdom, and his daughter marries Judah's king, Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat is appointed king in around 872 BC, the sixth king from the house of David. His reign spans three kings in the north, and his focus is on God's law, and he makes reforms in justice. And around 874 BC, King Omri dies, and his son Ahab takes the throne. King Ahab makes political and spiritual alliances, allowing pagan worship to thrive, and he persecutes God's prophets. Ahab's wife Jezebel, the daughter of a Phoenician king of Tyre, worships other gods. They have a daughter, Atalia, and she marries Judah's King Jehoshaphat's son, Joram, meaning Jehovah is exalted. During Ahab's 19-year reign, the governor of the royal household, Obadiah, meaning servant of God, hides 100 of God's prophets. Now, the prophet Elijah, meaning my God is Yahweh, warns Ahab against his pagan worship, but Ahab defies the warning and also rebuilds Jericho, an act cursed with death by Joshua after its conquest. Now Elijah warns Ahab that God says there will be drought in the land, and then he goes into hiding. God tells Elijah to stay at a place called Kerith Ravine, meaning cutting or separation, which is east of the Jordan River. While in the ravine, a brook supplies water, and the prophet is brought food by birds of prey, ravens. But when the brook dries up, Elijah moves to Phoenicia and asks for shelter, bread and water from a widow and her son. The land is also in drought and famine, and the widow only has enough food for a final meal. Elijah reassures her that the food will last until the famine ends. But during the prophet's stay, the widow's son dies and she blames Elijah. So, he stretches his body across the dead boy's corpse three times, and the son is resurrected. Now, the first resurrection in the Bible is mentioned. Now the widow believes that Elijah is a prophet from the one true God. After three years of drought, God tells Elijah to return to Israel for a duel with Ahab's Baal gods. So, Elijah meets with Ahab, who blames the prophet for the drought, but Elijah says it's all Ahab's fault. The prophet asks 
that 450 Baal prophets and 400 Asherah prophets meet him at Mount Carmel. They take two bulls, one to sacrifice to Baal, the storm and fertility god, and one to sacrifice to Yahweh, the one true god of Israel. The challenge is for God to send fire from heaven and ignite the sacrifice. The pagan priests perform their rituals, cutting themselves to draw blood, but their gods don't respond. Now Elijah goes to the altar he has prepared with seven stones. Then he digs a trench around it and pours water on it and in it. Now he asks God to send fire, and God does. Elijah wins and the prophets of Baal are killed by the people. God has made an alliance, an unbreakable covenant, an unbreakable promise with the Hebrew people going back to the time of Abraham, but they have chosen to break it. God's covenant is unbreakable by him, but carries consequences for the other party who break it. God sends his warnings over centuries, and repeatedly people do not listen or defy his messages. Likewise, the alliances that the people make with other nations and peoples are broken, and there are always consequences. You can read the story in the book of 1 Kings, chapters 16 to 25. The story repeats the message that alliances made without God fail because the motive is often flawed. Political marriages and spiritual alliances join parties strategically but do not necessarily unite. And the theme of drought and lack of water is throughout the Bible. When there is drought, it is a lack of provision, is a consequence of the people defying God. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.